The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, a first of its kind uh, neuromapping project has been created in a partnership between the HSE, the DFI, that's the Disability Federation of Ireland, and the NAI, and that's the Neurological Alliance of Ireland. But what is neuromapping and what purpose will it serve? Well, I'm joined now by Executive Director of that Neurological Alliance of Ireland, Magdalene Rogers. Good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat, and thanks for the opportunity to talk to your listeners about this project this morning. Now, you better tell me, what is neuromapping? Okay, well, really, Pat, uh, to say we're at the start of an exciting journey with this project, and I suppose it, re- it really is only the start of a journey. Neuromapping basically is looking at the services provided by voluntary organizations for people living with neurological conditions, for adults living with with neurological conditions. And we're talking about a wide range of conditions here from multiple sclerosis to Parkinson's disease and um, to acquired brain injury and stroke, epilepsy. And we're aware, we have been aware for so many years of all the unique tailored support that are provided by charities in the community for people with neurological conditions. And I suppose, you know, they're often designed specifically around the needs of a specific group. And it's uh, the Neuromapping Project captures that for the first time. It documents the range of services that are provided by um, charities, which is a really important first step to understanding and appreciating the work of these charities. So uh, what, what bit do you do and what bit does the HSE do? and uh, what bit does the Disability Federation do? Well, we all do it together, Pat. You know, it was a real example of of partnership, I have to say. Um, I suppose in terms of we represent the Neurological Alliance, represents over 30 neurological charities. The Disability Federation of Ireland is a wide umbrella body for for disability disability charities. So we provided the access and the engagement um, to the to the charities and that and the work that they do, um, and the HSE was providing was was partnering with us on the project and learning from it. And I suppose the good thing about this project, it directly informs policy. Sometimes a report is done and it sits on a shelf. This is very much informing ongoing policy for neural rehabilitation services. That services that support people when they're diagnosed um, or have an onset of a neurological condition. And, and really, this will be in real time. This project will support and inform the development of that framework of neuro rehabilitation services in the community. Okay. So, because so it's really vital. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. How will someone access this neuro map? Is the idea that you'll have a website somewhere, uh, someone who's living with someone with a neurological disability or perhaps the individual themselves, they go online, clickety-click, and they find out what kind of service is available near them. Is that it? That's a little bit down the line, Pat. Um, that you know that we would hope that in the future, the terminology and the language that we develop within this neuromapping pro- project would lead to that better signposting um, for people with neurological conditions in their families. What we had before this project was just a general sense 
of a wide range of support and no real agreement and common language between charities as to what services they provide and, and you know statutory services hospital services just not really understanding what was provided in the community or being able to put a, a common language between that charity does that that charity does that what we have with the neuromapping project is just the start and a really important start we have the common understanding now we have a service mapping template that has would you believe it's 98 individual very niche services that are provided by charities categorized charities agreeing yes that's what we want to call this that's what we want to group this under 10 categories like vocational supports respite as an example cash we found 11 different types of respite all descriptions of respite all very essential all developed in response to a unique need but now we have a common language around them so just to answer your question in the future we would hope that this is the framework that would provide those that signposting those directories that neuro map that's so important for people with neurological conditions because as you can imagine for them this is a bewildering range nearly 100 services out in the community yeah. where do you start as a person with neurological conditions so, so this uh, neuro mapping project are, are you just beginning to gather this information or have you already got it and now you're trying to put manners on it by agreeing you know specific descriptions for uh, for every service i mean where are we at with this because i'm sure people listening in will think i'd love to know what's available near me yeah, yeah, and I like your expression of putting manners on it because that was really the first aim of the project was to put that common language because, you know, we sat on working groups and we would hear, yes, the community, not really sure what happens out there, a lot of organisations providing support, but trying to get a handle on it and, and an agreed language around it and, and just having having those descriptions of services that all charities would agree, yes, that really niche service, that transport service we provide, we can put it under specific categories so people can, mm-hmm. policymakers can look on that and plan around yeah. it. And, and we finally, also did, yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, about we also them. did baseline mapping in each CHO. So we have what we have now. We we have um, we have a temperature check on the on on each CHO on the gaps in services. We need to do more to find out if there's three charities providing a service in CHO, does that mean there's a level of unmet need? What is that level of unmet need? We have a, we have a lot of work to do, Pat, but just to emphasise, we are at the start of a journey here and the really important first step has been reached with that engagement with, with charities, with voluntary organisations and that agreed language and terminology going forward. Yeah, well, I'm just wondering, is this all a bit embarrassing to for the HSE to find out how many charities are having to do the job that the HSE should properly do? Um, well, I think that there's, we're all needed, Pat. I think there's an acceptance, and certainly with this project, um, there's a very welcome acceptance from the HCM's project that they need to be working more in partnership with voluntary organisations. Earlier this month, we saw the launch of dialogue of, of the principles, the dialogue principles for that greater relationship between voluntary organisations and the state. And we really saw that during COVID. Everyone had to come on board. I think lessons were learned that health services can't be delivered in isolation by the HSE. They have to work in partnership with voluntary organisations. And I think this project is a, is a really strong acceptance of that. But the reality is that so much of the services of people with neurological conditions, in particular in Ireland, are provided by voluntary organisations. And the sooner we accept that reality and integrate that into service frameworks and properly recognise the work of charities, the better the service at the end of the day for patients and their families. All right. Thank you very much, Magdalene, for joining us. That's Magdalene Ross. Rogers, Executive Director of the Neurological Alliance of Ireland. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m.
on News Talk.